And our meditation this morning will be on 2 Thessalonians 3. So I'll be reading, uh, we'll be meditating on verse 16, but I'll be reading verses 16 through 18, which are the last three verses of the uh, letter. Now may the Lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way. The Lord be with you all. The salutation of Paul with my own hand, which is a sign in every epistle, so I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Father, we thank you that now as we come before your word, we can uh, ask and seek and knock as you have called us to do. And we do pray that we'd be teachable disciples and that this, your word, would encourage us, exhort us, and we thank you for the power of your spirit uh, to work it in us. And so we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. So this benediction by Paul to the Thessalonians is addressed to the Lord of peace. Or in Hebrew, it would be Jehovah Shalom. <clears throat> you all know Shalom, that meaning. And Shalom can be translated peace, and it mostly is, often is, uh, but it has a broader meaning uh, in, in Hebrew. Uh, for one thing, it means wholeness, uh, wholeness in life. It also means completeness, and uh, welfare and safety, those things are all involved there. But again, uh, it's, it, it is translated peace. Cornelius Plantinga, he's a, a Reformed theologian, he explains shalom like this. It's a little longer definition, but he said, in the Bible, shalom means universal flourishing. Universal flourishing and also wholeness and delight. And he said, a rich, it's a rich state of affairs in which natural needs are satisfied and natural gifts fruitfully employed. Well, that's a very peaceful, blessed situation. Your natural needs are satisfied and your natural gifts are used for God's glory, fruitfully employed. It's a state, this is, again, he's defining shalom. He said, it's a state of affairs that inspires joyful wonder as its creator and savior opens doors and welcomes the creatures in whom he delights. So all of that, has to do with shalom, when we say shalom. And Jehovah Shalom, Jehovah Shalom first appears in Judges chapter six, in verse 24. And Gideon was there, and he was hiding in the threshing, uh, he's threshing wheat in the wine press, because the Midianites were uh, terribly persecuting them. It was a time of national distress, and a time of distress in his own life, and of fear also. It was not a time of peace that you would describe as a peaceful time. And then it says this in chapter six, Judges. Then the Lord said to him, that is to Gideon, peace be with you. He is the peace, but peace be with you. Do not fear, you shall not die. So Gideon built an altar there to the Lord and he called it, the Lord is peace. Jehovah Shalom. So he named that in honor of the, the Lord of peace. And Matthew Henry wrote a little commentary on that verse, and he said, uh, the day of the greatest distress is God's time to appear for his people's relief. The Lord, in his grace and mercy, does that. He appears to give relief and peace. Indeed, he is the one who gives peace. And in the word, there are several kinds of peace. First of all, there's a peace with God that uh, we have by his grace uh, for individuals in his church who have been redeemed and justified by faith. Certainly they should have peace. Romans 5.1 says, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God 
through our Lord Jesus Christ. We have his peace through the Lord Jesus. This is the peace that really enables all the other, the other kinds of peace that I'll share here also. And so we have peace as we come to this table of communion. And we have unity. We have peaceful unity. Praise God. Secondly, uh, we can have peace in our own minds. We can have peace in our hearts, ourselves. We can have uh, peace of conscience, again, by his grace. Colossians 3.15, in fact, commands it. It says, let the peace of Christ rule in your heart. The other things shouldn't be ruling there. The peace of God certainly should. Isaiah 26.3 says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. So if your minds are stayed on him, who is peace, you can have peace because you trust in him. You trust in him to give you peace. And then thirdly, uh, there is peace among ourselves. <clears throat> There's peace in the body of Christ, peace possible uh, by his, the members of his body, this kind of relational peace. And we're commanded again, seek peace and pursue it. We're to pursue it among each other here. We're to learn what that means in this body. And it also commands us, be at peace with one another. Be at peace with one another. It's possible in the Holy Spirit because he unites us. And when we are not at peace with one another, we are called to deal with that. And sometimes dealing with that means before we come to the table. And then the fourth kind, peace with all men. Romans 12, 18. If it is possible, as much as depends on you, live peaceably with all men. And praise God that those called by the Son and who know this kind of peace personally can be examples of peace in these ways. We are and should be a testimony that we follow Jehovah Shalom. We follow the Lord of peace. That's who we are. Matthew again said, if we have any peace that is desirable, God must give it. Who is the author of peace and the lover of concord, opposite of discord. We shall neither have peaceable dispositions ourselves nor find men disposed to be at peace with us unless the God of peace gives, gives us both. We must remember he is the God of peace. Society is not gonna give it, obviously. We see that clearly now. So peaceable dispositions God gives us and then people disposed to be at peace with us. He gives that too. Jehovah Shalom gives peace, and I'll be asking this uh, blessing in his name for you in a minute. So the Lord of peace himself, through his spirit of peace, enables us to know true peace in any circumstance at all times. And I'll be praying in this short verse, peace always and peace in every way. And to seek this completeness, this uh, shalom that I talked about, this security, uh, without turning to the Lord of peace is really uh, just going to be very partial, uh, fleeting, kind of an incomplete peace. My favorite verse on this, when I think of peace, is John 14, 27. And the Lord Jesus was talking to his disciples. He was preparing them. Uh, they were going to go through a time of distress, and he knew that uh, they would uh, need him, and uh, they were considering his leaving them, but he said, peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you through his Holy Spirit. So he wasn't going to leave them without peace. He said, my peace I give to you, the ultimate peace in him. Not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. And that's, that's another way of describing peace. Your hearts aren't troubled, they're not afraid. Anyone who has received the spirit of peace from the Lord of peace should not let their heart be troubled or afraid. 
they should know more and more the peace that passes all understanding in the Lord Jesus Christ. So we should not let the world, brothers and sisters, we should not let the world and the bad news all around us that we hear daily trouble our hearts and cause us to fear. We're commanded here to walk in the peace that he gives. And John shared several weeks ago, clearly from Psalm 23, that we should fear no evil. Because our shepherd is near us, we should fear no evil. Now yesterday, I, or the day before maybe, um, I shared something on the Discord thing, which is kind of funny, we use Discord, but I'm talking about uh, the opposite of Discord here. But uh, it was written by George Grant, and I'm not sure everybody had that, and I'm sorry I should have sent it by email, and I will tomorrow. But in that uh, little article, um, I, it's an article about how the handwriting is on the wall for the abortion industry. It's a great article, very encouraging. And I, I did that because we might be tempted to despair, um, to let our hearts be troubled when we're commanded not to. We might, you know, be concerned because of the things that we've seen that were undone, that we thought were good to get rid of abortion in this land, this grievous sin and evil. But we shouldn't despair. Yes, we have leaders who um, are really uh, doing demonic things. They're following demonic designs. And yet, he said at the end of this article, there is a God in heaven. There is a God in heaven. He will not long bear with brazen wickedness. So, that article I, was meant to encourage and to give peace. Brothers and sisters, the enemy should not rob us of the peace that we have that was bought for us on the cross through the Lord Jesus Christ. And when we come to the table of the Lord here to commune with the triune God, as the Lord of peace has called us to do, and we can dine with him and be blessed in his presence, uh, we do so he, because he has made peace possible with him we have peace here among each other as we come to this table and we have peace before our holy God. He himself is our peace. And so people of the Lord, people of the Lord of peace, Jehovah Shalom, receive this blessing and partake then of this means of grace and of peace. May the Lord of peace himself give you peace always in every way. The Lord be with you all. Amen. Let's pray. Jehovah Shalom, we bow in submission to you, the Lord of peace. And we praise you that we can dine with you now. We can be nourished by grace. And we can be filled with peace through our Lord Jesus Christ. Lord, if we are not relying on you for our peace, Lord, forgive us, convict us, and open our eyes that we might seek it in you, for you, for the Lord of peace and for the glory of your name. Lord, this is a table for the church of the Lord meant to unify us in you. And if we have been creating disunity in your body here, if we have not been pursuing peace, Lord, may we confess it now to you and possibly then to others. Lord, thank you. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that by your sacrifice, you have made peace possible with God, that we might commune with you and be strengthened by you. And we give you all praise for your perfect peace, in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.